Life is short. Get divorced. Outrageous and opinionated thoughts on how to divorce the things in your life that don't bring you joy. Honestly, Hannah and Just Jen bring you weekly accounts of their ongoing battles around getting it done and how to not take your life too seriously. Life is short. Get divorced. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Life is Short. Get divorced. We know that you've missed us since our last episode. This is Honestly Hannah, and I'm here with... Just Jen. Hello. Hey, and we want to remind everyone to follow us on Instagram. We finally got our act together and we've got some photographs up there. Life is short. Get divorced on the Insta because we're hip like that, Mm. aren't we? And hopefully we can share some of the advice and things that we're learning as we're going through these segments. It's been so fun. Yeah, it has been fun. And I also want to make sure y'all can talk to us too. We will take future segments of like listener questions and ideas. And maybe one day we can like have a call in or something. Well, this is our first Ask Our Man segment is coming up in a little bit. And I can't wait. I know. We finally convinced some men to speak to us. I know it's shocking for all of you. But just to kind of remind everybody about the why. We started this podcast. Life is short, get divorced, not necessarily about divorce, but to keep yourself as positive as possible and cut out the negative in your life. But this all kind of came from our friendship of 15 years when we realized that together we've had seven businesses, Mm -hmm. six weddings between us, five mother-in-laws, four divorces so far, three kids, two house fires. That was a bummer. One widow and and zero zero guilt. So as we kind of look at how do you have zero guilt? Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to have no guilt when you have to, when you start shedding things from your life. Because society, I feel like makes you guilty for everything, right? Like I'm guilty today because I ate too many carbs. Who knows? Well, I was raised Catholic. So you're supposed (laughs) to be guilty the rest of your life. You win for sure. I mean, my mom was the Pope, but (laughs) I I will tell you, guilt was delivered with the Oreos and cookies in the afternoon. Oh yeah. It wasn't a bad thing. I mean, it kept us straight. And I mean, I think that's where you, I think a lot of us learn our, especially women pleasing people oh, so yeah. that you don't have the guilt of hurting somebody or doing that. But that's bullshit it as we learn bullshit. this as we get older, yeah. Yeah. but it's hard to learn. It is. It's hard to learn, but it's, I think what it's harder to shut that voice in your head off when it's these things, right? Like I should have done this. I could have done that. I shouldn't have broken up the family. I should have whatever done 50 more things today than I got done. Right. That's just constant swirl again. Hashtag I blame Oprah. I think one of the fun things of what brought us together that I know you have helped me with a lot in terms of the zero guilt is when I got divorced the second time. That's really when we became friends because I'd already been divorced the first time and you'd yes. been divorced. Oh, yeah. We didn't. Yeah. Let's many, talk about that for a second. Did you have when we met? Um, two? Two. Yeah. Two. I've had two divorces when we met. You had one I when had we one met. and. Oh, and we I should tell the people. I wasn't even thinking about getting married again. We say that after every divorce. I'm never getting married again. Um, We should tell people. So I, so neither of us were at our first wedding. I was at your second wedding. That's right. I was not at your third wedding, even though I was here in the region. Okay. Well, we can talk about that later. Whatever. And um, my, so we, so we weren't at first, you weren't at my second um, because that was up in Atlanta. And um, my and no third, third, right, I was going to say I eloped for my third one. We should talk about it in the future, like the different types of sizes of weddings we have. We'll come mm. back to that. Okay. Wow. Show note for later. Um, so yeah, so it's it's all over the place. Yeah, but when I had, at the end of my second divorce, I didn't have as much guilt. 
Good. As the end of the first divorce. Also didn't have children after the second. Thank you, Jesus, because it only lasted two years. <laughs> but when you find out that basically it's going to go to hell in a handbasket, you got to get out. Yeah. But there's still the aftermath. And I really, I felt the guilt so much. And I didn't have a lot of people tell me to have zero guilt after my first divorce. No. Did you? Uh, mm, no. But my, my first divorce was final on my second wedding anniversary, the day, like oh, that's kind it of was freaky. super, I was like, Oh, very kumbaya. Thank you. And close the circle. So that was really handy, but I didn't, I didn't have kids. So I think it's a, it a whole different level of guilt foisted upon you. And like the people around me were, I was young. So the people around me all weren't married. And so it was a different, a different dynamic at that time. Okay. But didn't you think there was like the secret divorce society, like language <laughs> when somebody like, and we both, I know we both had this happen to us. might've been the same person different. Like, listen, girl, you are going to be better than you've ever been before. And all you do is hang on to that, that person when they tell yeah, you that for because sure. No one tells you that they're all like, Oh, we're so sorry. Yeah. That your perfection broke up. I'm so sorry. You've ruined your family. That's just terrible. <laughs> and then when somebody's like, girl, you're going to be better than yes. ever before. Now, I, don't you try to tell well, people that? I actually like to think that I like in my sphere, I like to think that I was the person who always said that. Cause I didn't, I mean, my first no divorce said was that to you. I apparently don't have any friends. I don't know. No, nobody said that to me. I was always the one that said like, cause I made my first divorce. Well, no, I take that back. You're right. My dad did say right, a version of that. Right. He did. He actually, he didn't say Somebody so sweetly. He basically said like, you don't have any kids at this point. You really don't have any money. <laughs> out, sister, you don't have any, and the words he used were, this is your window of opportunity. Jump through it. Don't let it pass. And I was like, wow. Okay. I guess I, I mean, I guess if my dad says I can get divorced, I can do it. That is very poignant because if you're a parent, yes. almost is, especially right. with a first marriage, yeah. gives you well, they didn't, permission they big to fans rock and run out, be the runaway divorcee yeah. and go out the window. <laughs> They're like, that's, jump through the that's window. That's probably got to be one of the most comforting things because those are of all the top people you want to please. Well, for sure. You're yes. Hearing, and my dad, oh, I'm going to be God okay. rest his sweet soul, um, his sweet, crazy soul. But yes, um, it was. It, d- it definitely gave me a level of permission that I wouldn't have maybe given myself as I was going to do it. I was already working on it, but I, I did have my own personal crazy around it because everyone's bar- carrying around their own bag of crazy. So I had a big old bag of crazy that I was trying to sort through in my own head. You know, I was in a new town. I whatever, all the things everybody has all the problems. So, but yeah, he did kind of give me that. I can check the box and be like, okay, great. Well, I'm not going to get any shit out of my parents for doing this. So I can move on. Um, and yeah, pretty much 31 days later we were divorced because in Georgia, Best thing about Georgia. Yeah, that maybe this will encourage others to move to Georgia. Listen up, no listeners. Fault. You can file for an uncontested divorce in Georgia and be divorced in 31 days. What, what? Is that kind of like Vegas? Is Vegas like that too? It is, I think, for marriages though. Because in some states, you have to file for separation, for like a legal separation for a year. I know this in Maryland. We probably I need a lawyer at some point to come oh, on to the totally show to give us the specifics because we're, we're oh, really yeah. kind of making this up. But... It no, is no. a nice thing about Georgia. It's, it's a fabulous thing about Georgia. Anyway, so I digress. And who? And you had someone as well sort of kind of give you that like tacit approval uh, to like, actually yeah, you can do Actually, a female mentor that I loved and respected who gave me, uh, and it came from nowhere, but she took the moment to tell me that, I mean, like, 
come and ask for help and everything is going to be so much better than you imagine. But I knew that I want to get divorced, but I hadn't imagined, like I didn't have the ability at that age to imagine, oh, well, this is what I can see. I just knew I was like, get the hell out. That that whole, that ability to see through, I have, I've had some really great shrinks in my life. There is this one, I mean, I wish I could go back to Atlanta and have had a really great therapist. And he had this like, um, this uh, exercise that you would do. And it was sort of that vision casting. He would, he said, imagine yourself on a bridge, right? And immediately everyone thinks of a bridge, like a bridge. And it could be a day, a daytime bridge, a big bridge, a small bridge. Like, and so what I think is really interesting about the psychology of that is that everyone's bridge is different, right? Inherently. Think of yourself at a bridge. You're at one end of the bridge and your issue, husband, spouse, partner, friend, whatever, carbs are at the other end of the bridge, right? And look across the bridge And what do you see? Like envision yourself looking far across the bridge and on the other side, do you see something you like? Do you see something you're scared of? Do you see like really? And he gave me this exercise and for weeks I struggled. I was like, this was a husband number two. I don't really see anything on the bridge. I would go to the bridge, nothing on the bridge. Daytime bridge, nighttime bridge, rainy bridge, nothing on the bridge. Empty, empty, empty. (laughs) One day, I don't know, I was driving to work in Atlanta and one day I was like, I'm going to do this bridge exercise one more time. And I looked across the bridge and I was like, and what I saw horrified me. Like my future uh, with this, with this, where my life, the trajectory that my life was taking at the time, I thought this is fucking horrible. I do not want this. All the things that I feared in life, sadness, drama, tragedy, sickness. I was like, eh, and that was like the key that I needed. Okay. But you know, what's really weird is that, and I think women do this. I can't really speak for men, but you know how like we would, if you got married, like the first time you got married, didn't you see the bridge of like, oh, oh sure. This is going to be like yes. the perfect group and this is going to be my partner for life. Oh, and you, yeah. You create this, yeah. honestly, not a very honest bridge, but like this It's a fantasy. Picture. It's a total fantasy. And uh, the wedding market just perpetuates that, right? Like the, the, the blogs and the magazines and the princess dresses and all the things. Oh it's God. all, it's all fake. It's never ending. <laughs> All right, Hannah, so let's do Ask Our Man and let's ask him about Village and how we can deal with it. Yeah, I'd love to hear a man's perspective on some of these things too, right? And the distance and time and space between divorce and things like that and how that sort of, right, all all the things men. All right, it's nice to be here. We, uh, as you know, we like to talk about things that we're divorcing. It doesn't have to be our spouses, but we're a big fan of divorcing spouses. And we wanted to see if you had any words of wisdom being someone from a man's perspective that has been divorced and has um, some life history there. What are your thoughts? Uh, I would say that the number one thing is just to be happy. Yeah, but what does that mean when you're married to your like current person? That what does what does happy mean? Well, I, I think it's a combination of partnership and friendship, and love is just a blanket statement. But it it goes into teamwork and all sorts of great things. But you know, you got to do it together. So tell me about your starter wife. Mm. Starter wife. She's uh, she's she's a piece of work, as everybody would say about their ex. They're crazy. All crazy. They're all crazy. Absolutely crazy. Um, this one's lithium crazy. So it's it's even better. Uh, so you, when you marry young uh, in mid 20s, early say, yeah, 20s young? is young. OK. Uh, you get yourself into a position where you don't really know yourself. You don't know life. You don't know what your goals are. You think you do. But right. your one goal is to stay married to the person for the rest of your life. And then just doesn't work out. How long was your first marriage? Five years. OK. That's good. That's kind of a good, like, a lot of people get divorced around the five-year mark, generally. It was the perfect time to get divorced. <laughs> it's well Why was that? the seven-year itch. Right. Why was it the perfect time? 
Um, it's the, how do you say this properly? We don't have try to say not it. to have somebody else try and kill you. Yeah. And sure. then you should leave if they do try. <laughs> Definitely. We recommend getting out of dangerous relationships. Survival sure. of the fittest. <laughs> oh, it was definitely survival. I, I Actually, it's a longer story, but I ended up in front of a judge and the judge said you can either stay and die or pack your stuff and get out. Wow. And I said, what do you recommend? And he said, I'd pack what my shit. What the fuck? Shit. Of course you pack your shit and get out. Yep. That was it. So I packed Holy up, man. Man, called a lawyer impressive. and papers were delivered the Did next week. Did you feel amazing right after that to just like validate your yeah, thoughts right? and feelings of like, I know I'm leaving this crazy bitch. I was terrified <laughs> knowing that I had two small children yeah. at that time. I didn't yeah. know what was going to happen with them because I always wanted to be a father oh. Oh, and not knowing... Sweet. What was next for them was the biggest question mark. So I wasn't yeah. really sure. And they're okay now. They're Everyone's great. good. Everyone's happy they're now. Both college students and doing well. Oh, but you know, what's interesting is that you talked about being a father and we're all parents, different ages. My children are adult, young adults now. But like the one thing when at my after my first divorce is I hated that I broke up the family unit. Like I had so much guilt on that. Do guys feel the same way? Absolutely. I had a lot of guilt not knowing what was going to happen with shared custody and how it would work and yeah. relationship and communicating with the other partner. And, and it was a nightmare. Yeah. Not, I mean, I was mentally prepared for it to be a nightmare. It was a nightmare. So as soon as they hit 18, she was blocked and I don't have any communication with her. Oh, wow. Nice. That's good to know. I mean, any advice for those listening, not just necessarily again of divorcing a spouse, but just divorcing things and like coming through that process and coming out the other side and seeing like, Oh, it is going to be okay. Life is life seems to be too short, but it's a journey. So as you take your steps through life, know that there are are five and 10 year increments. So knowing that even if you do start over financially or in a career or a relationship, it, it really doesn't matter. There's plenty of life left to live and go make it work. Love it. Life is short. Get divorced. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. That was the best. It's nice to it's nice to hear the other side. I think that's really important. I wonder if we could get all of our husbands in the room at the same time. All I of our doubt exes. our husbands would be on this podcast. Current <laughs> or former. former. Wouldn't that be great? Can you imagine sitting here with all how many of them are left? <gasps> I have three. That would look like choir. You have we two. do not want that. Right? Five men sitting in here who have all been married to us in some form or fashion. Oh, anyway. I don't want to give them the microphone. Okay. All right. So now what's up next? So we are We're about to leave. We're going on a trip. We're going so on this, a trip. I think this is an exploration trip. Oh, are we, fi- really. are we finding? Are we finding ourselves? We are. Um, we are finding ourselves. We're always finding in... something about ourselves. But well, that's true. So with COVID, we were originally going to go somewhere else, and it got canceled. So COVID we are now staying everything. domestic. We're going to go international, but we are because we're fancy like that. Are we fancy like that? We yeah. feel, I think we're pretty yeah, fancy. I think we're pretty cool. Anyway, we're ourselves. not going international because we're not fancy this week. Thanks, COVID. So, so we're going somewhere else and we're going to spend, are we, are we allowed to say where we're going? We're, we're going, we're going I think we'll south. talk about when we come back. Yes, but we're going what, south. But what I'm happy about is that we didn't cancel our girls trip because our location got them because I am so fired up I know. about the things that just are all part of a girls trip. Like, yeah. I need that right now. Really, you really do. bad. I love you. I, I, I don't need that. I, I just want the you fun. Do. I don't, I'm sick of all the woe is me. I'm ready right. for like normalcy or like walking into a different place and not the world like talking to you or saying something. Yes, saying something Because just, just side note, 
I'm a recent widow. And that's one of the things where I'm learning to kind of adjust and move through. Yeah. So thank God it's 2022, but we're going to a, a town. We I know where no one so knows it's us. Be fun. No one knows us. Yeah. I can't and wait. Are we going to do student names, like stripper names? Like what are we doing? Oh, we could, you know, we could do one of those quizzes on, online where it tells you like, you take your, take the first name of your last dog and the last letter of your first month and da, 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 and we'll come up we with a new stripper be, name. We could give them two names of different people in Savannah and then they'd have to like call them. Oh my gosh. Them. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> okay. So we're going on a trip, but I think also just kind of mentioned like, you know, how you said this a minute ago, how important it is to have this kind of time. And everyone always talks about their girl time and their time, but I think again, COVID, um, it's been harder to do things like this, right? People are more cautious. We don't get together as much. We, when we do, it's not the same. We don't like, we're big huggers in the South, big huggers. Well, thanks. It's COVID. so awkward it's to weird. talk to people or even to greet them and not yeah. touch them. And I think that's part of like, kind of, again, whenever you're going through anything in your life, all the things, whatever it is, right. Whatever drama of the day you're dealing with, knowing that you have these people around you and a, a support network that you can call and talk to, laugh, cry, send a stupid text to. I think sometimes we get, because of partly because of COVID, we get into our own heads and we sort of re- retreat a little bit and we don't always reach out the way we should or w- maybe the way we would have when we were younger. I don't know. I, maybe I think it younger. takes a community to, for, especially for women to kind of rejuvenate. Yeah. And I, it makes me think of after my first divorce, I got asked to be in a cooking club. Oh. And these were all you can't, church ladies you don't really, you that can't I was really like, cook. Oh, did they know that you I really cook? Well, that is so not important. <laughs> they know that you couldn't cook. So not important. Was it a drinking club or a cooking club? It's, we're in Savannah. <laughs> it's always a drinking club. Are you kidding? But uh, this was 20 years ago. Oof. And I was the only person that was, quote unquote, divorced <gasps> in this cooking club. But they embraced me. And these women now, we have raised our kids together. We have been on many girls trips together. But what's great is once a month before COVID, we would, that was I mean, was that it. was my yeah. constant, oh, that yeah. was my village. Yeah. And we always praised each other, but also talked the shit. Like if our, one of our kids was really mucking up or we yeah. didn't know what to do about our stupid husband or our sister <laughs> or somebody, it was kind of like a this little secret cone. And then we'd all go do our life for the month and then we'd come back. But COVID, we haven't seen each I other. I know. It stinks. It's, Did you, they were, were, you were the first of the group to get divorced. Were they scandalized when you... Well, apparently they were, they had to talk about me of course they and did. I guess I could have been blackballed. So I'm very glad that I made Woo! it through Rush. Oh my gosh. But, and it wasn't that bad, but I mean, I'm sure of course they're going to talk about you. But I mean, the one person that I know stood up for <laughs> me was my friend, Sally, who was like, she probably needs us yeah, and y'all will love her. And I'm so glad that she went on a limb for me because these are like my girls. These are your besties for sure. But yeah. what I do like, I have to admit though, the difference in gr- getting together with the village is I don't like multiple girls on a girl's trip. You, yeah. Uh, there's a, there's a magic dynamic. Yes, you're right. There's a magic number of girls on a trip. And Especially it has in a hotel be, room. It has or to be the location. right. It has to be the right balance. And because in and and they have to have traveled in some form in the past. Yeah, I have a, a, a girls little girls group that I've had since right before we all had kids. We all had kids around the same time in my neighborhood, and um, I love me my lady girlfriends. And they we travel really well together. We can get my lady girlfriends in here, and they will hoop it up in the studio. I can assure you. In the future. Okay. In the future. All right. So we're going on a trip. Can't wait. <laughs> and we will. We'll tell you all the details. We'll send some photos. We'll post the things. We'll do and all the we'll things. And we'll work on our next podcast. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Maybe Which we'll do a live. Up every week. Check us out. Life is short. Get divorced. You'll find us on Insta and social. And we look forward to hearing from you next week. Bye, y'all. And always remember, you're, you're going to be, be better than you've ever been, been before.
Hey there, Honestly Hannah here. We can't thank y'all enough for listening to us, but we want to hear from you. Be sure to hit us up on Instagram or send an email to hello at lifeisshortgetdivorced.com. Or if you're feeling super generous, we set up a Patreon account to accept donations. You can get to that from our website, lifeisshortgetdivorced.com.